Bum ba da bum 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 bum. Fredax is back. Was that Sorry, wasn't. Didn't know what you were doing there. I don't know what I was doing. Is it copyright? We can't copyright for that, can we? Did we? What was it supposed to be? I don't know. Like the. Anyway. Uh, if, we, if, we, if we can't identify it, we'll be fine. Yeah. We'll just say it's from the regions of our brain. It's been a while since we've been in so front of a microphone, back, guys. So good. Had a ho- horrible three months. Um, yeah. But now we're now back to podcasting. We'd love to apologise for our little technical difficulty for our end of season. I'm actually glad that happened because I have a new number one. Really? What we did record. I've had a okay. new number one. So when we eventually record that, my list will be better. Okay. Okay. Well, it is good to be back with you under the microphone, my friend, yeah. for a bonus episode oh, of yeah, Bromax Podcast. I'm, I'm Jesse, by the way. Jesse, I'm Joel. I'm Joel. And thank you so much for listening to the Bromax Podcast. And if it's your first time here, welcome. Yeah, um, welcome. Great place to start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Jesse, what are we doing today? Oh, man. Well... As the title has suggested, this is the Bromax Action Special. It's yes. going to be, some would say it's going to be action-packed. Action-packed. So, we're starting with a review of David Leach's new film, Bullet Train. Been out for a while. Yeah, it has. Um, and then we are following up with our top 10 action films of all of the times. This is hard because I love action movies. So do so I. To rank them, it's like, ugh, why? So, I just got a bit of like, I didn't do any superhero films in my list. Oh, whoops. Well, <laughs> well, I did no, one. No, no, this isn't your, this is my criteria. Okay. Because I okay. wanted to do films that were like just actions here. Like action, it's like its own thing. I've got like one from a franchise, but like I tried to say, wait, no superheroes, Star okay. Wars, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like I just, no. You've done something different. <laughs> I thought, for me, it was, I tried not to put superhero movies in there, but if it's an insanely high... All right, I'll be the judge One. of this. You'll be the judge. You can feel free to penalise like, me, guys. It's going to be top-notch. <laughs> oh, we've all made a couple of uh, incorrect uh, classifications of our listings before, so if we've done a wrong one, I'll quickly try and impromptu you, find one and shove it in there. <laughs> all, right. all right, so shall we kick off with Bullet Train? We shall. Bullet Train um, came out, what is it, a couple of weeks ago, directed by David Leach, starring Brad Pitt, Aaron... Taylor Johnson yes. or Kick-Ass, um, Brian Tari Henley or the podcaster from Godzilla vs. Kong. Or um, the Eternal guy who had makes technology. He's also in Joker. Was he? Yeah. No. And he's in Spider-Verse. What? Yeah, he's actually done a lot of good movies. <laughs> we just <laughs> we, the we podcast, destroyed, like, we, we um, constantly it's also got, trash on him. Uh, the chick from the kissing booth, J- Joey, Joey King. Joey King. And then it's got, um, who else in it? The guy from Knives Out. Daniel. No, not Daniel. Not Daniel. Michael Shannon's. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Hey, what's the name? Um, Joel, do you want to give some stats? On yes, the film? okay. I don't know if this is going to be a new thing for Brian Max going forward, but I have a palm card to oh, Jesse. Oh, wait, I'm going to myself with. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a spoiler. We have a palm card. We have palm cards, okay? We've this got them. spoiled the whole episode. This bonus episode is going to test how much I like I a palm dude, card. Dude, this is so hard to turn up. <laughs> It hasn't been used in a while. It's, it's a, bit rusty, going. Yeah. a bit rusty. That's even, that's even dust earlier. All right, let's get through some statistics. So, Bullet Train has received a 53% from the critics oh, on gosh. Rotten Tomatoes, um, with a 76% from the um, audience. IMDb's got a 7.5 out of 10. And uh, of a budget of about $90 million, Jesse, have a guess how much it's made worldwide uh, so far. It's $110 million? Higher, 123 million. Okay, so, oh man, pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on that note, tell us. All right, so Brad Pitt's in it and he's wearing a bucket hat. So like, what's yes. up? And then he goes on this bullet train in Tokyo to do a cool mission. But the thing is, there's about five, four or five other, other other dudes doing their own missions, and it's about how all these missions intersect and they keep um, ruining everyone else's plans. Yeah. That's the movie. Yeah, pretty much. And then it goes off the rails ah, from there. Sorry, I've got a bunch that I want to tick oh off here. So. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, well, who wants to kick it off first? I think you do, yeah. I would love to kick it off first. Okay, let's do it. So, overall, actually, before, I'll give you the story, the progression of this. Okay. Trailers, unlike you... I was a bit mixed going into this what one. What do you mean? It was the best trailer of the year. I don't think it was. It was the best trailer For me, of the it was nope. But no, anyway. No, the no, nope trailer was just nope. The bullet train trailer was just yep. Bullet train was like, okay, like the staying alive is great and whatever, but I just didn't really think it showed much anything really. I was just like, okay, cool. I like trains and watching people on trains do things, but... But wow, I actually like really end up loving this movie <sighs> really? like a lot. Okay. And I even if you check out my review on Letterboxd, as predicted, made train puns. Joel loves every movie. 
No, I don't love every movie, okay? It, it grew on me. It grew on me. Okay. It was a progression. It was a graph. Started the movie, I was like, hmm, okay. And then, like, they got on the train and I was like, whoa. And then the last 20 minutes, it's, like, action-packed. And I was like, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yes. I think I, my final verdict, I was very sad when this film ended. Um, I didn't want it to be the end of the line, but I was very oh, so nice. Very why, why, do we, why do we come back to this movie? Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. How about yourself, Jesse? Well, okay. I was going to like pretend it like it. Bullet Train is the best movie of the year. Hands down. Yeah. There's I'll, no, there's I'll nothing has come. I thought about everything everywhere all at once was my other best. Film. No, this is the best film of the year. I was grinning start to finish. I had the best time. I loved every second of it. Brad Pitt is very high up on my celebrity crush list. Yep. Very, very high. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure it was, was this pre or post All the cast the is fantastic. Here. It's hilarious as well. I was laughing the whole time. Um, I love the, yeah, as Joel mentioned, the soundtracks, the um, Japanese versions of the BGs and I Need a Hero as well. I want to start singing, it's just but we're going to get fact, copyrighted. <laughs> the fact that sets it apart from other action comedies, like, you know, you 21 Jump Street or like those sorts of things. It's got a good script. The script works. It does. It does actually work. It and really although does. the reason for why everything has happened is a bit far-fetched, as we're talking about spoilers, in the context of the film, it is the perfect ending. I agree. This is I as agree. close to perfect as we're going to get this year. I, there isn't Ooh. There isn't going to be a film on the basis this year. There's no way. What's coming up? There's nothing um, going to be this. The only other one I can think of is Glass Onion. That's not going to be The name this. itself is not going to give me a lot of confidence. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm... I'm... I can't... Descri- I'm so shocked that critics hate this because it is... It's the best. Oh, yeah. I, I just want, I just want to say I love that... First, Brian Max Bone is back, and we're presenting. A I can't believe we're agreeing on this, this as well. I know. Like, I was like, oh, Joel's gonna freaking hate this no, because no, no. it doesn't make sense. And... La, la, loving it. Movie of the year for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, so it's I, better than Scream. I agree. Thank goodness. I agree. Something's tough it. But. <laughs> can't wait till it's in my worst time of the year. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Hold <laughs> the brakes. Hold the pump the brakes on that one. Um, but I just have to say, like, the way that, like, this is a movie, I think, I know it's successful. A lot of people haven't been liking it because it's a bit far-fetched. It's very stylized in the way that it, it with David Leach's directing and, and the actors get to be really, like, get to bring whatever they sort yeah, of want I'm to the role. I'm so surprised how good David Leach is at directing. Because he, uh, He's a good director. I, I have officially, I, I'm saying this right now, I forgive David Leach for Hobbs and Shaw. Yay! You had that does not here, mean that Hobbs and, and Shaw is a good film because Hobbs and Shaw is a piece of trash on the pavement. If you want to do that, However, criticize the writing. However, this film is that good that I don't care about how bad Hobbs and Shaw is anymore. Wow. Because he also did he also did John Wick and Atomic Blonde, which yep. I haven't, I've heard really good things about those. Me too. And then Deadpool 2 was better than Deadpool 1 in my opinion. That's a very good film. Yeah. You haven't seen it. Well, I, I, I've seen that once upon <laughs> That is a not the same thing. It's based on the same script. It's not the same. <laughs> it's The Princess Bride with Deadpool in it. And exactly. The Princess Bride sucks. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he's just... Someone is a stuntman. I can't believe how good he is at directing. And That's right. He was Brad Pitt's stuntman. In Fight Club, yeah. In Fight Club. This is this is just an absolute treat, honestly. Yeah. I'm so happy for everyone involved. Yeah. It was- um, it's not going to make a huge amount, which in this COVID world, which is a shame. It's not going to make Maverick money, which it should, because it's way better than talking Maverick. I, I agree. I can agree with that. And I think the thing that works so well with this film is the pacing is, from the start, it is what the film promises. Yep. Right? It's no locomotive here. It is a full, fast-paced action ride. And I think the thing that works with that is very quickly out of the gate... David Leach says, hey, guys, this is my style. If you like it, get on, get on board with me. If not, you can, can get off at the can station. stop the train I'm sorry. I can't help it, okay? The <laughs> thing that also it. impressed me is that I didn't say it on the show because when we did our most anticipated, you did the positive, I did the negative. Yes. If I did positive, this would have been my number one. Wow. So but this is And the fact that it actually is my number one, my expectations were so high wow. and they were met. I'm so happy that that's happened for I can't, you. I can't, like... They have in a bit with my expression for Nope, which you'll hear soon. That's coming soon. Um, Keep listening, guys. But I just, I, do, I can't believe it's as good as I thought it was going to be. It's, yeah. And I'm still in it. I've seen it twice, actually. You, I'm still in a period of shock. I must say, you saw it <laughs> twice within a span of days. Yeah, I saw it twice on the same weekend. I was just like, is, you are, you, I, have to, I have to go back. Yeah. I have yeah. to. Got to get back on the train. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring my Opal card in there. <laughs> 
You can't ruin this for me. You can't no, ruin this experience. I, I, I legit can't. I'm here to sing praises about the film. And I think, um, yeah, I just, for me, the thing that I was really pleased with, yes, if you, I'm going to bring Uncharted into this. Jesse, you said to me that Uncharted was really good because you were on board with the stupidity or something like that. Like it was No, Uncharted to- is factually a good film. Okay, all right. Well, we're not talking about Uncharted, but the way that you just sort of accept what's going on, I didn't accept. No, I accepted it because it made sense. Oh, it's a t- technical marvel. Far out, Jesse. You're not making this easy for me. What I'm going to say is David Leach, for me at least... There were things going on where a really tough critic would have gone, ugh, and that's probably why they've not been enjoying it. But for me, I was like, you've set up this style from the beginning. It's been consistent the whole way through, and I am happy to go with it. And then all those stupid jokes and things that happen in there that other people would think are stupid, you're sitting there going, ah, that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, Anything else to say before we get into our spoiler section? I think we just need to... um, Change the line to the spoiler section. What? Change the line? Isn't that what they Change the line. Because you know how like, you're going one way and then the tracks ch- change Change the tracks. Uh, uh, you, you lost me, mate. I'm this sorry. is derailing. Sorry, I'm going to stop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, okay. I will try to slow them down a little bit. Um, <laughs> right, I think it's time to hit that spoiler button, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Spoilers. spoilers! Spoilers for Bullet Train. You do not want to have this spoiled for you because it is a mystery. Wait, hang on. Just <laughs> <laughs> so buying you some time there. Thanks spoilers, guys. Uh, spoilers. Fans of the podcast. Bullet Train is a massive mystery. Complex plot, lots of layers, lots of going ons at the same time, crossing over, as Jesse previously mentioned. This this is what I didn't expect from the film, and I think this is what I actually love the most from yeah. it, I reckon. It's, it's carried by its characters, oh, and yeah. the way that they just keep running into each other <sighs> is so funny. So and the, it all makes sense, because they've established in the world um, that the elderly Japanese man, I can't remember his name, everything is a result of fate, and everything happens because of fate. And because you set that up, it doesn't matter how ridiculous the film is, because yeah. it's fate. Yeah. That's why it's so clever. The and that's why they can get away with doing literally... There. This is a This is what Marvel is trying to do with the multiverse, saying, well, we can get away with anything because we have a multiverse. Yeah. This is an actual good reason. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. I really do agree with that one. They've, and so for that reason, I was on board. <laughs> I'm very proud of I was of you, ready Jesse. to accept anything that was going to happen. And yes, there is... The 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 train eventually crashes at the end. And the physics is un, not like it's not correct, but it's fate. It's so fate. it is, so it's it is just, correct. That was the fate was of how it was supposed to happen. Yeah, you can't question that. You cannot question it at all. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I'm going to say this: everything that happened on the train, I just cannot like pick apart at all. No. To be honest, it's like. There were other things in paced. there that I think, okay, all right, you know, up and down. And but. I love how they give, like, so there's there's four main kind of people. So there's Ladybug, Brad Pitt, Lemon and Tangerine, which is Best duo Brian ever. Aaron. And then there's The Prince, which is Joey King. Yeah. There's two other assassins, which is The Wolf, played by Bad Bunny. <laughs> Bad Bunny. That was so, he gets five to six minutes of backstory and he's dead within the next 90 seconds. That's perfect. That... That okay. is hilarious. Upon watching that the first time, I thought, this is absolutely ridiculous. We're getting I, I, this was, r- I was so in. I really loved Really gory backstory where everyone was like vomiting out of their eyes and, and like out of their... <laughs> like, poison. Like, they poison. <laughs> and then um, Zazie Beetz is also in the f- film, oh, as was her character. Though. Her character... I'm just going to call her, excuse my language here, bitch. Like that Whoa. was... No, not... Wait, not, no, where no, does no, this come from? Not her. That's what her character said. Like, that's all her character said. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not saying she is we, a bitch. Are we allowed explicit words in the podcast, John? I don't know. Let some stuff slip through <laughs> well, before. I, I, I can't bother to edit it out. So uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can do it. If we, you can still hear oh, it. Yeah. What's not. the character's name? I don't know. I can remember. This is. I'll look oh, it up. hang on. But hang on. She has to. She hides in the. Like the anime mascot, Costume. the whole thing, and then Brad Pitt is just punching it in the face. <laughs> the physical, the physical humor is so funny. I think there was more. The Hornet the, is her name. The Hornet, that's it. It was Brad Pitt and Aaron Taylor. Yeah, they just keep whacking They're just going down. It made all those little things so in funny. there. So they get a bit like less brilliant. screen time, which is good because, like, if they the film would be a bit longer if yeah, they, and yeah. focus on the characters we like. So. And I think exactly. And I think if you're gonna, I, I'm really, I really enjoy that they brought in characters like that. 
and then you go, okay. And at first, you get a full like backstory for every character yeah. that's been, and it's like, oh, all right, like, and then you kill them off. So well, you don't really get a backstory. You get what they want you because these are their code names. So it wouldn't make sense to give them the actual backstory of who they are as a person. Because True. that's not what they're showing you. They're showing you their false identity. So I'm more like that's this why is that's why the limited backstory works. This is the wolf. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just love. That love was so just funny. Like, how are they? Yeah, so um, how are the cameos? I think the cameos. Cameos. Now talk to me. So there's Shane Tatum. Hilarious. Yes, he was on the train. Yeah, obviously and he and Brad's, Brad Pitt swapped cameos when he was in The Lost City. And I think we had Sandy B. Sandy B. is the well. end. Well, though, I, I knew she was in it, though. Yeah. So was, as then, soon as... They, I think they showed her in the trailer. And then as well. the whole reason why the film even happened, because Brad Pitt's Ladybug has, is filling in on shift for Ryan Reynolds' Carver. Oh, <laughs> which was amazing. He didn't even have a line of dialogue in the movie. I was hoping it was going to be part. Leo DiCaprio, because um, I hope too hard. Yeah. But I Ryan mean, Reynolds... So, it's best Ryan Reynolds movie of the year. Ryan Actually, that, that is the best. This is the best Ryan Reynolds movie of all time. <laughs> Speak in it, Jesse. <laughs> He's in the film. It's all from him. Like he he crafted everything together, and I think like with what I liked about this film is when the film actually has guts to do something. Like they've cast a big actor like Ryan Reynolds just for like a little cameo like that. Like yeah. Go, yeah, okay. And then you have you kill off Bad Bunny, you kill off Hornet, yeah, you kill off Tangerine died as well. Oh. That was sad. No, that well, Lemon sad. dies first. Yeah. But I knew he was wearing the bulletproof vest. But then when I saw him dead again, I was like, oh, no, maybe he actually is dead. Yeah. But then he's not. But then Tangerine dies in a hilarious oh. way. <laughs> well, actually, did he, though? <clears throat> Tangerine's dead. No, he's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Lemon's Brian Tyree. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And okay. then the prince also dies when um, Lemon <laughs> <laughs> runs her over in a Tangerine truck, which is the same truck. Not the same exact truck. The same type that Brad Pitt nearly gets run over at the start of the movie. Because he's doing a similar thing in Deadpool 2, Devil Lynch. Because in Deadpool 2, Zazie Beats' character, Domino, is very lucky. Yes. That's what we're doing here. So Brad Pitt is unlucky. Joey King is lucky. But then we realize that, well, actually, Brad Pitt is lucky a lot. And Joey King is unlucky a lot. And that's why the thing of fate is established. Because, well, luck isn't... You've really taken a deep thought into this movie. Because it's fate. That's the point it's making. You've really stupid. It's really this, hey? highlighting these Eastern values, which I'm really on board with. I think Eastern values are honestly better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just well. Okay, I want to know what was the funniest line of the film because I've got mine. Ooh. I just want to say mine first. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna keep thinking. So it's at the beginning in a montage sequence where Brad Pitt's going on missions, and this guy falls off a building. <laughs> On Brad Pitt's car, and his head sticks in the car, and Brad Pitt just taps on it. He's like, "Hang in there, buddy." (laughs) I was like, like, "That happens about five minutes in." From there, I knew I was in. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in the film. I have to say, this line comes with a whole little, like, almost mini subplot, but then it also works for the story. You're a diesel. I was like, just <laughs> the whole Thomas the Tank Engine every, plot every, line. Every connection he was making to a character on a train was true. Yeah. Because growing up as a fan of Thomas the Tank Engine, yeah. you can make these connections. Yes. Like, <laughs> Logan Lohman is so such a Percy. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which oh. I, didn't even, I didn't realize Logan Lohman was in the film until I looked up what I got. <laughs> Couldn't even tell that was him. Oh, yeah. I, was, I just, I found that whole, because it was funny, like, all the time, he'd be like, you know what? You're a, you're a diesel to Aaron Taylor. He's like, I'm not a diesel. And then right. I nearly cried at the end when it was like, to Tantran, you know what, mate? You, 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 you've always been a Thomas. Yeah, like, oh. oh, my gosh. So nice. Was, oh. So I think that, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think the weight that that brought to the story yeah, was amazing. actually like, I really just, appreciate it. We haven't like described much of the plot because we just can't. Like, it's, it's, it's something you've got to see. It's something you've got to jump on at the start of the line and then see the whole thing through. You can't just know. jump on halfway I'm, I'm through. Walk out. At the- <laughs> Walk out. You can't, Jesse. We're on a train. Uh, anything else? I, I think. I think that's everything. To be honest, I mean, again, there are <clears throat> cool moments, and I think the action was great. I think the action, great soundtrack, great. Um, let me just think and make yeah, sure. Honestly, just everything. Anyway, don't listen to the critics. They're wrong. Yep. Bullet Train is a masterpiece. It has to be seen at the cinema. Yes. If it's safe. COVID, if it's safe to go out, make sure you see it if you haven't already. I know we're a bit late, so most people have seen it. Yeah, but yeah. please make sure you watch Bullet Train. And I think this one, even though, look, I'm going to say it's not really for kids. No, it's right MA. Yeah. But it's very lighthearted. Yeah, like if you. So it was originally going to be a dark action thriller. I did hear that. But I'm, yeah. glad, it, I'm glad it took this route. Me too, me too. I'll, I'll watch this again today. 
You're full. I watch it again. <laughs> You're lining up. You're I full lining it. up your next trip to the cinemas. Get it. a group together and go watch this. I, watch that, I mean, I, I like going by myself sometimes. You like going by yourself. Yeah, like whatever going. you like to do. Just get comfortable. Yeah. Get a snack. I know, I'm not extroverted like you. But and, <laughs> and enjoy the ride. <sighs> Sorry, I had to finish anyway, that one. <laughs> I will be very surprised if this isn't my number one film for the year. I'm going to give it a 95. No, I mean too. <laughs> hey! We agreed on a high score we, for once. Look at us go. There's no more 94. 94. Because it is. It's a 95. I, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's in my top 20, my 20th favorite film ever. Wow. Yeah, that's a high Wow. I haven't made a top 20. I don't know. I have a top 25. I've got a top 12. Some are 20. It's fantastic. Wow. I'm overjoyed. This is, this is definitely a buy on Blu-ray then. Yeah. 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 Sweet. Awesome. All right. Well, Jesse and I are going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with our. Wait, pop. what are we breaking? We're doing it now. We're doing it now. Well, I just have to pause the recording and then we just yeah, start again. So have, it's, like, gonna... it's a break for us, not a break, break for them. Break for us, not break for you. Yeah, you get a. <laughs> we're just, we're just, welcome to our meta podcast. Meta podcast. I'm <laughs> really like immersing you in what's going on behind the scenes. So we'll catch you guys in, in a second. literally like three seconds. Like All right. Now. <laughs> and we're back after our very very short break that didn't actually happen. Yeah, we 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 never left. We're yeah, just well, about. we had like a, we have honestly, this is, we're actually like two hours later. Yeah, it's yeah. I reckon you, we you don't know that went for a little stroll. We could just say it's actually three days later. I would say months, but yeah, that's a bit years far This is actually the first time we ever recorded on the podcast. So well, how are we time traveling? This is crazy. This is before <laughs> our Dune review, what's going on? <laughs> All right, top ten action films now. Yes. As I said, I don't have any like Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, Star yes, Wars, okay. All the Rings, all I've those got big one, films. So that. That's I've got different. like other films. Okay. And they're good. That's good. So, um, can I go first? Yes, I'll kick us off now. What? I said, can I go first? Oh, I thought you said. And you said, yes, can I kick it? us off? Oh. <laughs> Jesse, you can kick us off. All right. My number 10 <laughs> is the aforementioned Uncharted. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you going to be kidding? Uncharted is a masterpiece. No, it's not. I love Uncharted. It's a that, piece of it trash. Has perfect action. It's turd. Tom Holland sells the physique time and time and again. Especially the pirate ship when that is he's flipping around the thing and going around the that poles. Was and that was awesome. That and was then ridiculous. when he does the parkour on the chandeliers. The you gotta be crap. And then he does the one the one shot falling from the plane on the and he lands on the okay, that was a little crate cool. and then he doesn't break his back because he's freaking Tom Holland, he's so cool. Uncharted just it gets you right in the action, it gets, gets you in the moment, and it's, it's just a glorious cinematic experience. It couldn't not be on my list. Are you serious? I am 100% serious. Oh. I don't understand why it's not on your list. It's terrible. It is not That's terrible. It's just a pass, to be honest. Well, wait, so it's terrible, but you passed it. Yeah. So why is that? That's not terrible. You know, I like to love everything, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> so even if I pass it, I'm still like. That's terrible, yeah. man. It's terrible. Yeah, Uncharted is magnificent. What about Chloe? <clears throat> Character amazing was character, ridiculous. What does that have to do with the action? Oh yeah, because she does. She's in like three amazing foot, the amazing foot chase around wherever it is, and then oh they do the parkour out of the pub, and then get stuck in the thing, and then that does not drown. Was that this year we saw that? Yeah, so oh. much, we have a view on it. <laughs> so much amazing action in Uncharted. It couldn't ask for anything more, really. You gotta be kidding! I'm not joking. I'm, at all. This is dead serious. I'm gonna retaliate. My number now. ten is Uncharted. Well, I'm gonna retaliate with my number ten, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I actually like this film, everyone. Jesse's gone quiet, so I'm just going to f- fill the void. Um, I actually really like this film, to be honest. Um, I need to watch it again, and Jesse and I are going to watch it again sometime for the lols. But <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought you were joking. No, I'm not. It's actually my number 10. All right, well, we're having a poll. What's better, Uncharted or Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, get in touch, guys. I mean, on Letterboxd, it's got an average of 2.8. That's very high. Shaw. Uh, you know what I would give it? What? Out of five. What? A one <laughs> point <laughs> four. Jesus, oh, <geez>, <laughs> Okay, so the, let's talk about what I do like about this film. This actually, like, I like the contrast between... <laughs> sounds like I'm making stuff up. But actually, like, I liked that you had, even though it was terrible, arguably for Jesse, I thought that... And- the most of the most people. smart people. I thought the comedy between The Rock and Jason Stack. You see, he kind of, you know, he's lying. He kind of came up together. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I actually thought it was funny. Like, I thought the way that they sort of talked to each other was great, and especially the line where The Rock's like, you know, what? oh no, it was, it was. Um, Working with you is like dragging my balls across yes, glass. So funny. You laugh at that. I did. I found that funny. I I, I laughed when they were running running down the side of a building. Yeah. 
Do you, no, but can you understand how that physically cannot happen? They're running a, down a building. There's a hoist pulling. People do that. I swear people have done that before. No. No? You know when it's in Mission Impossible? Yeah, you can't do that either. <laughs> it's, I don't know why people think it's possible. No, you were just four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Unless you've got some sort of like. I also laughed. My favorite part was when I'm um, so. Now, I, I, you got me into talking about it because I'm yes. so angry. Yes. Um, so there's a helicopter. By the way, the fight in Samoa is ridiculous. They'll have machine guns and they're all naked and we're having swords. Because it's Samoan it heritage, nice which I'm on board with, but they're fighting culture. people with guns and armored trucks and grenades. But remember, they did the bomb that took out the technology, <sighs> and then that's where Sorry, the I'm Samoan culture came Sorry, I'm just trying to call the film's plot. Yeah, um, it's all here, Jesse. So they, they, each car has a magnet hook, and they hu- hook up together to stop a helicopter leaving. So it's like they anticipated that a helicopter was going to try and drag them off a cliff. Got to prepare and for everything. And then the chain breaks, but it's all good because the rock's here who is stronger than nine cars and he's now the chain that links them together and he swings the helicopter. Does the he rock actually is, swing the helicopter? The rock is strong. He's not that strong. Oh, he's, he's built, Humans Jesse. aren't that strong. <laughs> aren't I was going to make a comparison frankly, to most Captain Adam, America Nothing is that strong. Yeah, no, <laughs> if okay. the cars weren't... It's just, and the only reason it happened is because The Rock and Vin Diesel had beef, and the only reason it's so bad is because in their contracts of The Rock and Vin Diesel, it says, I must not look like a bigger pussy than the other guy. <laughs> Each time they fall down or get punched is exactly the same in the whole film. That's why Jason Statham needs extra action scenes, like when he goes to his apartment, to even the numbers. I, that, I is mean, I, I, that is ridiculous. They are two children. <laughs> See, I don't hate The Rock, but like that, that they're children. <laughs> and therefore, Hobbs and Shaw is abysmal. It's abysmal. <laughs> I can't believe it's on. So you would give, you would at least pass Uncharted. Hobbs and Shaw is nothing short of. Oh man, I, I don't think she's again. Words can't describe how you bad this film did. Is. I on Letterboxd from when I reviewed it, I gave it a four out of five. That is, but obscene. I might think that's gone down a little bit. But still, I think the action, what it presented. I thought you it was gave great. everything everywhere, all at once a four out of five. Yeah, no, okay. Put it down to maybe a three. But I need to rewatch it. But in saying it, I think what I it pledged, presented the I will pledge this podcast. I will make Joel hate this film. Look. I am pledging. This is my pledge to you. Pledge to the podcast. I don't know how we're going to go with this, Jesse, but good luck to you. That's uh, okay. what I'm going to say. So my, my number list? 10 is Fast and Furious, Colin, Hobbs and Shaw. All right. Well, oh, yeah. We haven't included Bullet Train on our list, by the way, because we just yes, talked about it. it is here, but we just... My number nine is a film by Michael Mann. Came out in 1995, starring Al Pacino, oh. Robert De Niro, and Val Kilmer. Yeah. It's called Heat. 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 This is the movie where Al Pacino says, she got a great ass. You got your head all, all the way, way up. up. <laughs> also got Natalie Portman as well, but that's, she's not the subject of that quote. <laughs> right? um, it's just, it's more of a, it's, it is a crime film, which is a bit lower, but about halfway through... There is a shoot public shootout in the city. It goes for about forty-five minutes, and just two sides. Robert De Niro is a gangster, which is a cop. Shooting, just pummeling each other with machine guns Ooh. for about forty-five minutes, oh, and a whole shootout. And there's a chase, and that another shootout. So there isn't action all throughout the film, but there is allocated times for action, and the action is amazing. That sounds good. And it's it's they're not trying to be all classy like The Godfather. They're all like classy and rich. These are just two dudes just trying to at odds, and it. And it, it's so well acted. They only meet once in the film. They meet in the middle for a chalk, and then at the end, we have the final confrontation. Why? But it's the whole it's the whole film is just a game of cat and mouse and the action that gets involved with that. It's so much fun. It's two hours fifty. It's a little bit long, Ooh. but most of the time it flies by. Honestly, damn, this like, sounds good. It's a really fun go film. I think you'd out. like it. And it's it's got me in with that whole. Cat and you wouldn't mouse expect Al, Pac- Al Pacino is the cop <laughs> and Robert De Niro is the bad guy. Oh Would yeah, you usually Al Pacino I I plays expect. our bad boy. I thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I would because Al Pacino usually him. plays the villainous character, like and he did in The Godfather and stuff. So like, does does Al Pacino do a good job as our? Good oh, guy? he's excellent. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's really right. good. All right, so, I'm yeah. definitely gonna have to check this. My out. My number nine is Heat. 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 <laughs> I love that you've got me to memorize the quote. And I haven't even <laughs> seen the movie. <laughs> All right, moving on to my number nine. Now, this film unfortunately didn't do very well with the critics. But I was talking to a mate at school, and we both love this film. So that validates me enough to feel comfortable talking about it. It's called The Commuter with Liam Neeson. Okay. And my oh, favourite Vera when did, it, when did it come out? Uh, 2018. Okay, so it's just a crappy Liam Neeson film. Yep. Well, yeah. But I think it's really good. All these films in the last four years are the same. The same yes, thing. Yes, but this one's on a train. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so you didn't have to put a train fill in because it's a bullet train episode. You're like, you didn't have to put a train. I didn't, but I the thought. The commuter, Liam Neeson. The commuter. When he's 65. Yeah. And yeah. This is a good action That's film. the thing. He plays an insurance agent, right? Who's re- that is the most boring job. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what are you, oh, I'm an insurance agent. Yep, Lots of action-packed career there. They're, they're acknowledging his age and they say to Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson, you're too old. You need to retire. And he's like, I've been working at this company for 65 so, does years. Liam Neeson do action in it? Yes. How? He's old. So we like but, that is, but so how is it resulting in good action? Because he fights this guy on but the train. I'm not going to spoil how it. How is he able to fight him if he's an old insurance agent? <laughs> and it... Uh, this is like in the Irish film where Robert De Niro playing a 35-year-old kicks the guy to the ground and he's like hobbling when he does it. This is this is like that movie. I have to say, he looks great at the start because it's when, it's when he comes back from work. So he looks great at the start. He's got his suit on, whatever. And by the end, he looks like he's been put through the dryer or the what? Like he's been put through the works. He's got blood on your bloody nose and like his suit's untied and everything's like got dirt and stuff on it. But... It's a high stakes sort of thriller. High, high stakes, is it? High, very high stakes, high stakes okay. for him and his family. Right? Bit like source code. Bit like, bit like source code. If that's that's what list, got that's me into this if film. If that's on your list. It's got my gal, Vera Famiga. She, she, what, about, what about Backpack Ferg Ferg? Backpack Ferg's not in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> but I wish like there's room her. for her. It's got Florence Pugh. Oh, I'm watching it. In a small capacity. I'm watching it. Go watch it. I'm watching it. Yeah, it's I'm watching good. It. It's also got um, Sam Neill as oh, okay. a police That's captain. Fine. That's fine. Um, and Patrick Wilson as a secondary police captain. Oh, I mean, it can't be that bad if it's yeah, got this. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty it's good probably like, cast. It's probably, I reckon it's going to be like a um, two out of five. <laughs> it, it, it'll be entertaining, at least, whether you like I'm watching it from Florence Pugh. I know. Yeah. So, I think, I, I think definitely check it out. But the thing I like about this the most, great action scenes, um, and it, it's an unravelling plot. That ties the action well into it, I think. It's a and weird choice. Yes, very. I really enjoyed it. I've got it on DVD as well. Bagged up for nine dollars. Oh, wow. Anyway, number nine. The you know DVDs. All right, my number eight is. Well, if I had to rank these films by like my favorite to least favorite, this would be like number one. But it's down here because it is an action film, definitely. Yeah. But it's more about a crime, kind of like what Heat is. It definitely has great action scenes, okay. but the film is not all about action. Okay. Basically, yep. I'm talking about Edgar Wright's Baby Driver. Ooh. Now, de- I don't know whether to put this on. Definitely an action film because it has two getaway drives, two car chases, yep. a shootout, and a long chase scene. Yeah. So, it definitely counts as an action film, but it's more about um, babies. It's more about, it's more of a music film. Baby. Kind of. <laughs> Baby's experience. I like the romance side of it. I think it works. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the ending. I just love this film so much. Everything... Edgar Wright is a genius. He's my favorite director. Okay. And he just sh- shot the film to in time... The opening scene is... The car chase scene is entirely to the tune of a song called Bell Bottoms. That's right. Yeah. Bell Bottoms. <laughs> 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 it's so much fun. It's technically amazing. And I just love it so much. And the action, it gets you right in. Some of the car chase stunts are amazing. Ooh. Especially in the first the first opening. It's the opening scene opening, is just a car chase. And, and it's the amazing. last, like... When he goes under the bridge and mixes up with the other red car. And yes. Tricks him. Yes. That was... I, I didn't appreciate it's so, that. So that was good. good. And then at the end when um he's fighting John Hamm. And, and then just, the car just driving everywhere. Yeah, John no. Hamm's excellent in this film as well. John Hamm smashed it. He was good. Yeah. He was really this good. Is, this is in my top 10 of all time. I'll just say is it? You moved it I in. Love, I love it so much. Oh, yeah. Very, very nice. I love this film. Not in top 10 for me, but I still That's really fun. do love it. I really do love yeah, it. Good choice, so, Jesse. Eight's Baby Driver. Very nice. Alrighty, my number eight. Now, this one's sort of... I didn't know if it was an action or not, but it's very action-packed and it? it's an adventure film. Jumanji, Welcome this to the Jungle. Not action? Alright, fine. You're some, talking about it now. It know. had some good. Um, it's rated PG. How is it a good action film? <laughs> because. Wait, right? actually, Uncharted PG. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, um, it's no. Is it PG? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll allow. I like. I like oh, this film. Wow. I, actually, I actually like this film. It's the, it's the best rock film. It is. Yeah. It is. It revitalizes the whole Jumanji concept. 1995 one. I do love that film, but it makes more sense, especially for our era to go into a video game and into that world. And I think getting to see them interact with the Jumanji characters and i got to say, the performances from The Rock and Kevin Hart... No, not Kevin Hart. He was funny. Okay, here's he the thing. He was so funny. At the start, there's kids. Yeah. These guys are playing. Yeah. Kevin Hart does not play his kid at all. He's, playing, he's supposed to be playing a jock. 
yeah. serious jock. He is the opposite. He just plays himself. Kevin Hart is atrocious in this film. What? Everyone else is good. The Rock is good. Jack Black. Jack, Jack Black carried. Yeah, he Jack Black's so amazing. funny. Um, Carrie Gill's amazing as well. But gee, Kevin Hart was horrible. You didn't like Kevin Hart. Well, he didn't play his character. I thought he was the funny. The Rock though. at least tries to play a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin Hart's like, nope, I'm not playing myself. <laughs> well, you did play yourself. I was like, as if you can't, you don't. He doesn't have. He can't act. He's a funny guy. He cannot act. He's fine. He can't do any other character than himself. But he brought that. That was funny because I feel like that that jock in that situation would probably act like that. No, he wouldn't. Because he's like, he is completely opposite. The cool sort of dude, and then he's put into a video game where he's like a skinny guy. Completely the opposite. A zoologist. Ridiculous. <laughs> that is the one. This film would be four stars without Kevin Hart. If I'm you just shocked. got, let's say, if you got, let's say, who would you get instead? Let's say Donald Glover. Get him in. It's four star film. Oh man! <laughs> well, I just have to say, quick shout out to a couple of cool action scenes. I liked the one um, where they were being chased. No, I'm trying not to mix it with the next level, but the one, the the car chase. In the or car chase. I, I swear. What's the car chase? I keep thinking of the next level. Where they drive up the mountain. The end scene with the mountain is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Everything just, it was high, high. Um. It's just it's a popcorn. It's more. I'd say it's more of an adventure than an action. Ah oh, damn. Uh, I'm I'm gonna include it anyway. It doesn't have but... any more action than Back to the Future. But you wouldn't say Back to the Future is an action film, would you? No, no. That's all right. You can just no. vote. For, you can just vote for me. It's well, fine. or you can be like, oh poor Joel. And then, and then you can remember well. that Douglas Hobson Shore on his list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, my number eight is Jumanji. My Welcome number seven is a Christmas movie that we've talked about before on the podcast. I'm wondering if you can remember it. Ooh. Bad Santa. Whatever it's called. <laughs> no, uh, we haven't talked about that. I just, I the answer is Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, die Hard. Of course. Of course. It's How just I miss it? one mission. That Alan Rickman, who is amazing in this film... They over, they just um, take control of this hotel, and it doesn't really matter what the plot because one guy, Bruce Willis, has got to save the day, and it's just about him as a cop getting around, nearly getting killed, falling down, shoots, jumping over things, and it's just um, it's just like you get so into it, like it's. And I love how I love how simple it is because I feel like if they had needless B plots, it would overcomplicate it mm-hmm. because you're there for the action. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an action film. It's, just, gotta... it's awesome. It has it just really gets you in there, especially the scene with the fire extinguisher. I, I need to watch this again. I haven't seen it in a while. But um Damn. I just like and considering it's in the eighties, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Because so my, my Gen Z brain was like, oh, it's in the 80s. It's the 80s. But no, I loved it. it. I couldn't recommend it enough. Wow. Have you seen the other ones? Or is it just No, the, I don't want to. Apparently, the, they're terrible. I just love the name of one of them. It's called Two Too Young to Die Hard or something like that. And I was like, what, what Live is for that? Live Die Hard. Live, yeah, something like that. One of those. A Good Day to Die Hard. A Good That's It. A Good Day that's to Die one, Hard. That's one Joe Courtney, Killer of Franchises. <laughs> I would like to. I'm going to watch Ruby Roundhouse is the killer of men and Jack Courtney is the killer of franchise. <laughs> so yeah, um, nothing much more to say. Make sure you check out Die Hard. You need to watch Die Hard. I, yeah, I'm going to give this one a... Good I'm going to give it a... My number watch. seven. Very nice. All right, my number seven... And then like my top six are like amazing. They're like, that's the kind of the division. Okay, that's where it's sort of... This is where we're getting... Like, this is top notch, top notch action. Oh, I'm keen to see what you can pull out, Jesse. All right, my number seven is another Liam Neeson film, <laughs> but it was come, It came out in twenty fourteen, so it's not, what's this one? It's called Nonstop. Have you seen this one? Wait, let me look it up. It's directed by the same guy who directed The Commuter. Oh well, then it's great. Is that Florence Pugh? <laughs> no, not she's watching not. it. It's got Julianne Moore. I don't care. Um, <laughs> the Peter Nyong'o. You need to watch new films, bro. Uh, More well, films. Okay, this film is about Liam Neeson. I'm sure it's fine. This time he's an air marshal. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine and nothing else more than that. (laughs) So this time, Jesse, he's got the job of being an air marshal. Oh, this guy directed Jungle Cruise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's directing Black Adam as well. Oh, no. I know. Um, Oh, there's going to be Jungle Cruise 2 as well. He's directing that as well. Oh, dear. So uh, Liam Neeson's playing an air marshal who is a bit of an alcoholic and he starts receiving threatening messages demanding that he has a transfer of $100 million to an offshore account. Otherwise, passengers will start to get killed. So this all takes place in an aeroplane. Is that supposed to be interesting? Is that supposed to get me to watch yes, it? Yes, because it's in the air, right? So you're stuck in a confined area with these passengers and it's like, 
Who's killing people? Who's sending the messages? Oh, that's what you know what else sounds like? What? Bullet train. <laughs> <laughs> that's why bullet train's a bit higher because it doesn't do it as well. But it 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 works well, I think, because it... You think it works well? I, th- I do think. I really you think. think. I think. I okay. know it works well. So he, he thinks it works well, guys. I he think thinks it works, it works well. well. A lot of com- um, confidence with this. But big thing that I really like about it was you, it's sort of... You, it's not action, action heavy until the very end, but it works up to it. Like you're still having parts where people are fighting and, and you're having, um, you know, these like conflicts. And unfortunately, um, there's still a bit of prejudice in there. Like obviously Liam Neeson decides that the Arab people who are on the plane are who's sending the messages and there's a bit of conflict that happens oh. with that. It's, it's, it's interesting. And is that what happens? Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you. No, but can you just tell me? For like, uh, no, it's not the okay, Arab people. Um, um, it's actually a bit of a left wing. I'm, I'm not going to watch this film, so I don't... Okay. it's. I don't remember who exactly it was. I think it was it was Corey Stoll, who was the villain in the first Ant-Man, was one of the villains. You're so easily pleased. <laughs> I'm very easily pleased. I loved it. It was like commuter, but in the air. And source code, but in the air. <laughs> Are there any Jason Statham other Jason Statham's on your list? Just out of curiosity. No. Okay, this is what the, I thought the route was going down. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, so yeah, fair enough. I haven't seen it. I can't comment. Non-stop. All right. My number six is Casino Royale. Ooh, oh yeah, I watched yes. this recently. The best foot chase I've ever seen is the opening yeah. of Casino Royale. Yeah. You forget how good it is. Yeah, I need to watch this again. It has been a while. And it's- then you've got the... What's well, not the good action? <laughs> At the end with the water. That's good. It's a very good scene as well. Yep, yep. I also love um, when... but the, I mean, the, it's mostly poker. So <laughs> it's not like an action movie. Like, it is an action movie, but poker is... If you want to call poker... Joel's is joining it, my choice. No, 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 I'm not. If you want to call poker action, that's cool. But I just think for that chase scene alone, like, that's took yeah. my breath away. Yeah. Not to reference Top Gun, yeah. which, is, which is not on this list. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was extraordinary. And this is, come on, there's going to be one more scene. <laughs> Ooh. Can I think of one more scene? Oh, yeah, when he's, um, when he's at the airport and then... Someone's going over the plane, and so he goes on the tracks and fights the guy in the truck on oh, the yes. airstrip. That's a really good that scene was cool. as well. I like that. Way better than Fast and Furious Six with the never-ending airstrip. <laughs> Which, by the way, they calculated that according to the time. This is a bit sidetracked, but the time, the, the length of the scene, that runway will have to be twenty-eight kilometers long. Actually, yeah. Yeah, because in a real, the amazing foot chase and the consistent action throughout, including the airstrip scene. It had to be on this list. It had to be on this list. It's not my favorite Bond. I like Skyfall more. Okay. But it's an action film. Casino Royale is just incredible. Yeah, I'm going to have to check yeah. this one out again. It has been a long, yeah. long time. My number six. Very nice. Alrighty. Well, my number six is... I don't know if this counts, but 1917. No, it's a war film. What? It's a war film. Google said it was an action it's film. It's not. Oh. It's a war film. There's not much action. It's more of a, it's more like the one shot. Like there is yeah, action, but it's war. Of, the end scene was so powerful. Yeah, but though. it's war though. Like it's a battle. Like it's a war film. Yeah, but there's action in war, <laughs> and the scene where no, they have to count. go to the other side. It doesn't count. To get the what? This is, this doesn't count. I would put it on my list. I'm pulling my hair out. It doesn't uh, count. So it's a war film. How do I talk about this? Let's <laughs> go on then. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep going on, but we'll just my list is not very strong today. It has been a while though. So bear is with it, me. no, it's not. It's a great. It's an amazing film. Great film. I love it more than you. Yeah, I know. You very much. like a 6 out of 10. No, I didn't. I've bumped it up to a 78 out of 100. That's so low. I give like 94. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I mean, there is, yeah, there's action in it. I thought, I think for me, why it's made this list is because the action was impactful. It wasn't just pew, 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 pew. Okay. It was like the part where the plane crashes into the building and then they have to like save the pilot or something and then the... Um, spoilers if you haven't seen it someone dies um, <laughs> just say who it is <laughs> uh, well, have, you, have you seen Saving Private Ryan? no I haven't because that has way more action than 1917 yeah I'm, I would I just thought like it didn't put my list because I just thought it was a war film yeah I didn't realise war film was a genre yes I, I just thought it was <laughs> war is a genre war, action war they go to Joel's Boris film podcaster did not realise that war was a genre film yeah whoops it's <laughs> alright no I You'll probably get the vote because that's such a good film, but I just couldn't put it on my list because I think it's a war film. Yeah. My p- 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 concluding point for 917 is impactful action. That's all I'm going to say, All right, say, let's, ju- let's just say that your number six was Uncharted. And no. Then, all right, so my no. number five, 
Uh, <laughs> is another is another Edgar Wright film. Oh, okay. This is um the second instalment of the Cornetto trilogy. This is Hot Fuzz. Oh, everyone's telling me to watch this. Hot Fuzz is Edgar Wright's spoof on an action film. So it's like a parody. But okay. the thing that happens is it's actually better action than most action films. There is a scene where Simon Pegg is jumping over fences and then at the last fence he just like like has double somersault in the air just for his jokes. Like so much action, chase scenes, shootouts, um, car chases. And you're just laughing hysterically the entire... Joel, why are you tired of my list? I'm not tired. I had a party last night. (laughs) Joel's tired of my list. Yeah, it's just action throughout constant. So there's no like... There's no like Casino Royale level chase scenes, but it's just constant action. And and secondly, it is a hilarious comedy. Would you say it's like... Is it stylized to Edgar Wright? Yeah. Okay, okay. One of the tightest scripts I've ever... Watch as well. Okay. I'm going to have to check out more of his Great cast. Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Jim Broadbent, Olivia Coleman. That's a really, really good cast. That's a good cast. It's a really good effort from Red Garrett. I I I love it so much. So, yeah, that's my number. That's my number five. Very nice. Hot fuzz. The main scene is um, they filmed a chase scene in Edgar Wright's hometown. And it's just shot like with the the whoosh of the camera just to parody all the like <laughs> quirky 2000s <laughs> action films it's so, so funny it's deliberately trying but to it's be a, it's hilarious but it probably it's an action film nice oh, I'm definitely so, going to yeah, be checking this one out five. soon um, my number five is a Bond film the conclusion to the Daniel Craig No Time to Die that, a, I uh, soaked it up I loved it I, I guess it's action but I, I, I wouldn't in- say it's more than Casino Royale I don't know, I think I just like this film better, fair, so I decided fair. that I put it on. No, no, that's okay, um, that's okay. I think why, like, again, for this one, the trailer didn't really get me in, but then watching it in on the in the cinemas on the big screen was powerful. The opening car chase um, where Vespa's grave explodes and then he, like, has to run and then get to the car, and I thought that was great. Um, I thought the part where like the end where they're sort of having to he's not allowed to leave the island um and there's this there's this big the missiles are gonna leave to go out i just thought it was all like really like end of the world sort of thing and i really but then it was also it felt modern like it wasn't like i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you at all yeah yeah. i just thought like if that's your bond entry i feel like it's more gritty and drama and more of a drama yeah, but it definitely has action in it, so yeah, definitely, I, I, it definitely I I, counts. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I did like the action in this one better. I love I think. the I just... um, the end, the ending scene is very good oh. without Rami Malek. <laughs> Rami Malek. <laughs> also, making Christopher Christoph Waltz a disappointing villain was, was really disappointing. Yeah, because yeah. how good he is in Bastards and Django. Um, I'm starting low, it sounds like, and moving my way up his films. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's a great film. It's on my top ten films. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it might change if I watch Casino Royale again, but because it's most recent. Yeah, I forgot I how think, good Casino Royale was. Yeah, so. okay. So it, it, watch this space, but I think, yeah, the way that it... I thought, how do you conclude a James Bond franchise? It's a perfect conclusion. Perfect conclusion. Yeah. So I think that's sort of influenced a little bit as well, just on the big screen. For sure, for sure. Car chase and stuff. So yeah, my number five is No Time to Die. All right, my number four, Joel... It's, it's a lovely day, isn't it? I think it is. What a lovely day. Oh, what have you got for me now? Um, oh, do you want to get my reference? No. What a lovely day. No. Because my number four is Mad Max Fury Road. Let's oh, go. I haven't seen Mad Max. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, it's a nice day. Nice and sunny. This this is like, this film is all action. However, that's all it has really. It's just action. Like, oh, so it's action scene, action scene, action scene, action yeah. scene. Right, but, fast paced. So it's about <clears throat> Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron. They basically go out in a massive car to have a car battle. <laughs> it's all a car, just a car battle. <laughs> <laughs> they go out, drive away to protect some... The, there's like a bunch of girls... They have a name, but Zoe Kravitz is in it. Her character's name Toast the Knowing. Toast the Riley Knowing. Riley character's name is The Capable. It's the, so the, the dad is another one. They've said this. It's so funny. There's another guy called Rictus Erectus. What? And then when they get there, they realize they want to go back. So they just go back oh, again. Oh, far out. The, the, the story is very simple. That's why, that's why I, I give it like an 83. Okay. The story is very mm-hmm. simple. But that's still high for the me. The action there. is outstanding. You're just constant in. There's a car battle. They're being chased. They have car chases, car battles, head-to-hand fights on the cars. It's a little bit different each time, which gets you through it. Okay. The best part on the... It's a bit meta. On the attacker's um, vehicle, there is a guy playing guitar, electric guitar, playing the music of the song. 
Oh. Which is just awesome. I remember we looked at that in English one time. Yeah. It's like music that's over the scene. But diegetic sound. From yeah. Diegetic sound. It's that's just it. awesome. Oh. So, yeah, it, it, people, people rave about this movie and they're not wrong at all. Okay. It's just excellent. If you, it, This is like, if we, this would be higher if I just like liked the overall film a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. But for like quality action, like there are very few films to beat Mad Max Fury Road for just quality action. It's filmed spectacularly. It won like five Oscars, I think. Mad Max how it looks and makeup and wow, costuming that's, that's surprising. And I wouldn't have expected that from like a Mad Max. Well, you got to watch it. Yeah, and I, I don't know what to expect. I haven't watched it, but <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna have to check Nicholas this out. Nicholas Holt's also really good in it. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, it's amazing. So Mad Max Fury Mad Max Road, Road number four. I'll, I'll keep my eyes peeled. Now you mentioned Top Gun before. Maverick's on your list. I'm gonna put Maverick on. No, I'm not. That's okay. Be honorable, honorable mention. I the reason why I like this so much was it was so much better than the first film. Like insanely better. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't really like the first. No, neither do I. They're not comparable. The first Top Gun is not a good film. (laughs) No, no. it's not. (laughs) Uh, It's really boring. It drags. It's just sort of Tom Cruise being like, ooh, and everyone else being like, eh. Um, Also, it has the unsexiest sex scene of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, yeah, all right. It's okay. Nothing to get in action. Never mind. Um, But yeah, I think Maverick, what it does right is... Again, I like... I'm loving these sort of movies. I think it's called like a legacy sequel or something. Where you take an idea from yeah, the They call it a recall in Scream 5. But re- I call a, it legacy, a recall. Le- legacy sequel. I'm going to keep calling it a recall now. Um, legacy sequel. Legacy sequel. Yeah. I like that they bring those characters back from that era for a modern audience. Because those characters are what the old audience liked. Yep. And then so if you can do that for a new audience, bring the old characters back, I think that's really successful. And now we have Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Oh, I, I thought love. he was great. Um, the action scenes, just like, there wasn't a lot of action I'd say in the middle because a lot of it was just training montage and stuff. But well, still, yeah, we, had to, we had to have a beach scene. We did have to have the beach scene, which was very important. That's action scene. Was it? Was it volleyball this time? No, it was footy. F- football. Footy, yeah. <laughs> Gridiron. <laughs> Gridiron. That's, uh, that's an action scene. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Action scene. Um, and I thought the last act was so good. Like, oh yeah. It was everything, even everything in the plane. I, wa- I wanted Maverick to die though. Oh. <laughs> One, because <laughs> it worked for the film, and two, because they just hate Top Cruise. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's Hence, there fair. are no Tom Cruise But I must say, I have a grievance <laughs> with a certain cinema chain that I'm not going to name. Um, the cinema cut out two weeks in a row. Oh, go on. Name, name it, name um, it. No, I'm not going to name no, it. No, I don't no, want to no. get in trouble with them. No, do it, do it, do it. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was at the scene in which he's in the cockpit of the old plane, Miles Teller, and the they're F-14. going, the F-14, yeah. and they're about to go out, and the cinema went black, and the emergency lights came on. I'm going, excuse and, me. And the plane comes through the wall. And I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's immersive. Um, the 4D experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay for this. Um, but yeah, no. My number... No, no, it's a very solid choice. Number, number four, was it? Four very solid choice. Top Gun Maverick. My number three is a film you haven't seen, and no. it is ridiculous. Tell me about it. Starring Keanu Reeves oh, and go. Sandy B. Sandy B. It is Speed. Oh, it is speed. I've seen clips of this on Gogglebox. Pretty <laughs> much the whole film. There is a bomb on a bus. Keanu Reeves is on said bus as a cop. Sandra Bullock is driving said bus. <laughs> it is not allowed to go below 50 miles an hour. Otherwise, it explodes. And it's about how Keanu Reeves and Sandy B have everyone survive. That's the film. That sounds really interesting. And it's awesome. Is it short or is it going for a while? It's like an hour 50. Oh, that's but good. But I, I wish it be longer. Because they they managed to make it, it's it's kind of like ambulance, but better than ambulance. See, that's ambulance. one I need to watch. It's um, so exhilarating for the nineties, and it's just so much fun. You're really on board with Keanu and Sandra. They have a backseat romance relationship, which ooh. isn't which isn't which doesn't feel like it's just added on like it is in Maverick. Okay, it's okay. like really well fleshed out, I yep. guess. And so much different action, like they have presented with an ob- a new obstacle every five minutes. That's why it's like <laughs> I, uh, that guy needs some like anxiety tablets. Keanu Reeves after. <sighs> I mean. Like, it- so what the crazy do- thing is that that can happen. Like, yeah, well, I'm just cops. thinking they just have to what they have to keep driving the bus. They keep driving the bus and somehow figure out how to get them off. Oh, because yeah. if it goes below 50 miles an hour, yeah, that, it's gonna blow up. It's gonna blow up. Oh, I like. So they the have sound to keep the bus moving and get everyone to safety. That's the film. That's cool. I really like that. Incredible. Those I reckon public transport movies. We need more of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> call for an Uber movie. Uber movie. I think we've had a Stuba. Is that oh, yeah. 
I would love to anyway, watch that you one. You gotta watch Speed, bro. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna check. That this is one my out. number three. Thank 100%. you, Jesse. That really enticed me there. Now, my number three is starring Beck Beck Ferguson, Mission Impossible Fallout. Okay, that's fair. I. I mean, I just hate Tom Cruise, so. <laughs> yeah. I really love this film, and I'm glad I've been able to sway your opinion on it too, as the best in the Motion Impossible oh, yeah, franchise. Oh yeah, if I had to rate them, yeah, it's the best in it the is franchise. The best. Um, I just think it's the way that it works as a sequel to Rogue Nation is great because it keeps that main overarching story going for sure, while also introducing a new threat. I think they're the strongest two films in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Chris yeah. McQuarrie, I really like what he brought director. to the franchise. He also wrote a film I love called The Usual Suspects. I have heard of that. And one. the things they do, like, um, there's an unident- there's a there's a identity and no one knows who it is. Mm-hmm. He does these themes in with John um, I can't remember the guy's name. There was like an agent and it was actually Henry Cavill that he had a name before that. They they're doing a similar thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yet speaking of like Henry Cavill smashed it. I thought he was He was very good. He was really good. Charismatic and then also terrifying as well. Sure. Catching my drift there. Sure. Um, the Halo jump all in one that shot. Was, that was. I rewatched. I was like, okay, I forgot that. That's yeah. Impressive. I that would admit insane. that's impressive. That was insane. And the other one I really liked um, was the chase through London, where Tom yeah, Cruise is trying to chase Henry Cavill. It's just Tom Cruise being awesome. I'm sick of it. <laughs> you want to see the next heroic, no, heroic dude? Um, and the helicopters at the end. In like in over the Alps, I thought that was really cool. A bit fast well. and furiousy. A bit fast and furiously. I think action. we're sort of seeing a theme. It's in an my action. It's, a, it's an action film. Action movie. It's, I was entertained. I was it's, entertained. it's an action film, I guess. So Fallout, Mission Impossible yeah, is my sure. number three. Okay. What have you got, Jesse? My number two is uh, it's it is also a comedy, but that when it, when it's action, it's like I couldn't believe it. What they're doing. Okay. It is a spoof of James Bond. This is Kingsman, The Secret Service, starring uh, Colin Firth, Sam Jackson, Mark Strong, and Taron Egerton as Eggsy. This is the first one in the Kingsman? This is definitely the first one. (laughs) Mark Hamill also has a cameo in it. Oh, let's go. This is about a group of spies called the Kingsman, just trying to whack down um, Samuel Jackson's (laughs) Valentine, his name, with some of the most incredible action scenes ever. So they also jump out of a plane. that's it, no. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's- There's a scene at the start where an agent, and it's so bloody as well, but it's so funny. Like, Ooh, it's sort of it's like very like- lighthearted. Yeah, okay. There's a James okay. Bond agent, kills a bunch of guys, and then gets cut directly, vertically down the middle Ooh. with a sword, and you see him split. It's so funny. But the best scene, it's a one-shot scene. Colin Firth is injected with some virus, which makes him killing machine. He goes into a church. It is a five-minute scene. He kills about 125 people in a row. By just, stab, by just stabbing them. Colin Firth. And he goes about so five he minutes. Just, he, he doesn't have control over his no, actions. He just, he just kills to kill everyone. Kill after kill after kill. And I was oh always like, gosh. oh my gosh. Oh, that's, it's that's some things are like hard to watch, but it's they're amazing. Cool. No, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> the I ending is also very good that. action. Um, they eventually kill everyone. And then everyone's heads exploding into glitter and stuff. And then they have this sick slick fight. There's a girl with like... um. Bungie's for legs are like still and she's awesome he, she, he has a fight with Taron Edgerton to the song um, Give It Up like baby give it up oh, yeah, give yeah, it yeah. up and then it's just so much fun the action is ridiculous I can't believe it it's the same direction as Kick-Ass which is a good one okay, okay the action is out of this world I can't believe they got away with it <laughs> it's funny a spoof of James Bond is better than any James Bond film wow it's so and it so inspired good. the King's Man. Sorry, I didn't want to put that down. Don't already. mention that. We'll keep that out of this. <laughs> I don't hate the sequel. It's 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 ridiculous, but it's a bit like I don't hate it. Okay, but okay. this is this is extraordinary. All right, I'm I'm definitely interested so, to so. check this out and see. Number two, Kingsman: Secret Service. Kingsman: Secret Service. I mean, I would have expected that as an action film, but I'm I'm excited yes. to see what it what it brings. Uh, my number two is Chris Nolan's Inception. Does this count, Jesse? Yeah, it does, but I didn't put it on because it's more of a sci-fi for me. Okay. But I definitely yeah. counts. Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, the thing that I liked about this was the whole thing about the dreams being injected into the action scenes. So you had layers of dreams and action scenes were happening at the same time and they were waiting for the kick, um, which was that 1950s song... 
Oh yeah, it was uh, Staying Alive. No, it wasn't Staying Alive, Jesse. <laughs> you can't tell, but this is the same day we've recorded Bullet Train. It's the same episode. Same episode, yeah. <laughs> yeah, same, I know. Of course That's what I'm saying. Jesse's still in the... <laughs> oh yeah, right. We've made that joke before. Yeah. <laughs> so, look at the, the Bro Meta podcast. Bro Meta. Yeah. Meta Max. Um, oof. Uh, but yeah, like the way time was slowing down... And the car was going off the bridge. But that was it cool. That was I, cool. Like I don't. Lo- I don't really like sci-fi films, but Inception's the ex- exception. The, oof. I love Inception. I love Inception. Yeah. yeah, it's a really good film. Um, the fight scene with the snow was great because the red oh, blood yeah, contrasted. Sure. With I love the, the elevator sequence with JGL. Yes, it was spinning really around, good. and that was all practical. Yeah. I was like, what? It's got a spinning room. A spinning room. I want to go on this. They need to make a set for it because I will pay money. We'll do our podcast in a spinning room. Mm, that'll just make us dizzy. If I make us sound any different, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, be, we'll just be going. Oh, oh. yeah, thanks. Um, but yeah, and I think the cast just helped lift it up the action really good. Tom Hardy, I thought was great. Oh yeah, um, is JGL was great. Um, Leo DiCaprio was oh, great. DiCaprio's always good. Everything was great. Like so I is can, um well then. Ellen Page, but now Elliot, yes, Page. Elliot Page. She was also fantastic. Elliot Page, great. Everyone just was so good, and it was just I love the action that Chris Nolan was able to yeah. to inject this is into his sci-fi. Film, I, or, no, Dark Knight just pips it, but this is a very good film. I have to disagree with that, but I'm, I think I'm pro Dark Knight. I'm, I'm a bit biased to Inception, but yes, well, that's fair. That's so fair. So my number it's two, one of these two is Inception. Right, my recount. There we go. My number ten was Uncharted. Number nine, Heat. Number eight, Baby Driver. Number seven, Die Hard. Six, Casino Royale. Five, Hot Fuzz. Four, Mad Max Fury Road. What a lovely day. Three, Speed. Two, Kingston Secret Service. And my number one, okay, I lied before. As much as I hate Tom Cruise, <gasps> there is no denying that Mission Impossible Fallout is the greatest action film Yay! of all time. It's 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 so close to five stars. Oh, I yes. love it. Yes, so much. I was I was like pretending. Yeah, good, good. I like yeah. what you did there. I was not expecting you to put this on, to be honest. It's the way you reacted I was amazing. Like, the Halo jump is one shot. He did it for real. This man I as much as I like I like him like the recent years, like yep. the last ten years. Yep. I like him then, but yep. before it even the cocktail and Jerry Maguire's <laughs> but the commitment that guy has to Ethan Hunt oh, is yeah. unfathomable he will do anything he will do anything for that role I think he's done like I, I was reading and some interview I have nothing but respect for that yeah apparently for the, the halo ones, jump the foot chase he's 56 sprinting doing a foot chase jumps out a window because freaking Benji has the map on 2D <laughs> The and helicopter battle he is awesome. Ankle in that scene yeah, I know. Well, and he, he got ankle. up and finished the, the helicopter shot is awesome. The fight in the bathroom with him and Henry Cavill and the uh, the Japanese guy. Oh yes, the, that's yeah. and when they're throwing him through the mirrors. Yeah. That's awesome. And Henry Cavill it's just does the, the bicep amazing re- action. Re- Film, re- um, filmed re- cinematography re- is outstanding. Yes, as well. Yeah, great chase scene on the motorbikes. Although he he could put a helmet on. <laughs> he doesn't put a helmet. <laughs> so some pig on the boats as well. Yeah, and then when he drove. Up the rope, grabs onto the helicopter, figures out how to fly because Tom Cruise is awesome. <laughs> On the rock, oh, it's just nothing can beat Mission Impossible that Fallout. Is the best Memo film by far. Yeah. The yeah. Distance. I'm so, so proud of you, Jesse. I remember I, when you were like, yeah, I can put aside all my Tom Cruise. I actually like him in this film. Yeah, he's good. Because he's, he, he's, he's matured since oh, about Great Ghost Protocol days. Yeah. I can yeah, appreciate yeah, that. So, yeah. You can tell he's aging, but. Tom, that is no um, negative. That's a compliment to you yeah. in the way that you're still pulling it together and you're so doing yeah. really, it's, really good. Without a doubt, Mission Impossible Fallout is near perfect. I don't know if I can top that now, Jesse. Like, um, this is my superhero entry, oh. but again, I'm a bit biased to this As one. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Infinity War? No. Why is that? Now, it's not my favourite film, but it's one of them. I'm talking Cap Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. No, no, this, no this is fair. It's a spy film. Um, no, I, I will. This is a fair yes. shot. Yes. Good, good. I just got to say. Do recount there? Oh yes, about the <laughs> film. I was just going to get straight into my experience, but yes. Yeah, so, um, my recount was number ten: Fast and Furious: Colin Hobbs and Shaw. Number nine: The Commuter. Number eight: Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. Number seven: Nonstop. Number six: Nineteen Seventeen. Number five: No Time to Die. Number four: Top Gun: Maverick. Uh, number three: Mission Impossible: Fallout. Number two, Inception, and number one, Captain America. When decided to I, I, I respect the choice. Yeah, I, for me, this film is just what it did. It's such a leg up on the first one. Like I, I love First Avenger, but yeah, I, like I so, yeah, Winter Soldier. I just the thing that made me really love this film, and it's one of my favorite movies to this day. I was like, as soon as Disney Plus 
came out, I was like, okay, what's one I want to watch that I haven't watched since I saw it in the cinema? I was like, Captain America Winter Soldier. That For was sure. the first Marvel that I watched in the cinema. And That's nice. I watched, yeah. yeah. And... I watched it on Disney Plus and I thought, I'll just watch like the first 10 minutes. I stayed there for the whole time. I couldn't put the phone down. I was like, whoa, because I'm watching it on my phone. I'm glad you love it so much. Yeah. I'm, the, the, the bridge chase scene where Bucky comes in yeah, with the boys. Great. That's really good. And Scarjo's there shooting and Cap like blows out of the bus with the shield. Like it, it yeah, explodes yeah. and he goes, Psh. oh, everything was great. The car chase. Anthony Mackie was so good in this film oh, yeah. as Falcon. The heli carriers, I thought they all made that really work. Um, Sam Jackson's quote unquote death as Nick, Nick Fury was yeah. really good. Everything. Was I just... probably prefer Civil War as an overall film. Okay, okay. But like, this is a good like action spy film. Yeah, action sure. spy. I saw Civil War because it's got all the characters I like. Yeah, 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 that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really love Winter Soldier. And for me, I'm just my personal favourite there. No, that's, I, Winter Soldier. It's a good choice. Thank you, It's Jesse, a very good choice. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening. We're back. It's We're really, back. It feels good. It feels good to be back in the chair. It's been a long episode, so thanks if you stuck, stuck to the end. Yeah, th- thanks, guys. And we'll just saying to Jesse before, with our bonus episodes, we might be playing with format or sort of what we do a little bit. So yeah. bonus will sort of be a bit, might be a bit longer. Um, it, it's just sort of us. It's just a bonus, really. Figuring out what to do. I probably won't do a poll because two. we don't know when the next episode is going to come out. Yeah, so. yeah. So but we'll, we, we'll we just, can just assume I won. If you so. want to share with us who you We can just assume the list without Hobbs and Shaw, would we? We are on at BroMaxPod, yeah. so on Instagram, so you can come and chat to us. We both have access to the account. Also, we have merch. I'm wearing our shirt right now. Yes, Jess has got jo- the shirt. Jo- I'm still and slack, and bo- and bo- but I've got some cash to We're get it. We're supposed to be running our merch. You haven't even bought a shirt. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm going to be low in cash at the moment, but I will get as, one. As I said, we're an honest podcast. Honest podcast. Honest yeah. Podcast. So go get your merch. I will try and get one, and then we'll post a photo of when I, we both have it with for our sure. BroMax merch. For so sure. thank you so much for joining thank us today, guys. We've covered Bullet Train and our top 10 action films. Don't forget to promote the podcast to everyone and you can listen to this anywhere um, and anywhere you can get podcasts from. So thanks so much, guys. I'm Joel. I'm Jesse. And we'll catch you next time. See you later. Have a lovely day.